Welcome to Raised on It. And Emily, welcome back to social media. Hey, um, I was... And drinking. (laughs) The two best vices in the world. Yeah. um, I I think I was right to give them up. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) Or maybe I should have never gave them up in the first place. Huh. Alcohol is a dangerous thing when you haven't had it in 30 days. That's fair. Just saying. But um, I'm back. I won't say better than ever, but I'm striving. Okay. Any anything different about once you get back logged in? Um, not really. I don't. I don't feel the need to look on on social media or be on my phone all the time. Um, it kind of is like a you know it's a bunch of a reflex all the time. So just like go to your phone, and when you give it up for thirty days or whatever, you, you lose that reflex. So I don't go to it all the time. Yeah. See, that's what I would wonder about, too, because, like, I'm always picking up my phone. Right. And, like, I mean, it is some social media, but I'm in this massive group chat that you yes. know about where I literally get a thousand plus messages a day. Yes. Throughout the course of a day. A little nuts, but. Yeah. So, like, if I were to ever take, like, a break from that. Yeah. I, I don't know if how would I would exist. Well, and I remember, like, some things happen and you're like, well, how do you know this? And I'm like, you can still read the news, like. Just because you're not looking on Twitter or like Instagram, you can still find things out. It's I amazing. Suppose. Yeah. And yeah. I found that I really understood the TV shows I was watching. You know, you like tur- put Netflix on, you just end up like scrolling through your phone and you're like, oh, what episode did I just watch? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was present during all my NCIS episodes. You can't watch Netflix scrolling through your, unless it's like reruns. Sometimes you just like, oh, I can just look through Insta and do this. And then you, you never can't. I mean, I've definitely caught myself for you to like rewind and start back over, but exactly, I never had to do that because I was present. Mm. I was presently watching Netflix. Wow, <laughs> hell of a month! <laughs> well, thank God wow. it's February. Yeah, birthday month. Birthday month. We're kicking birthday month off by birthday month's gonna be awesome. We, I'm yeah, so... both birthday months. Your birthday's in March. Yeah, but but March is gonna be. Okay, so technically, yes, your birthday is like 30 days away. Yeah, I'm talking about the cool concerts we're going to both months. Oh, yes. Okay, sorry. I think my month went. Ooh, oh, that's so hard. I love Phil. (laughs) I know. (laughs) No, but we're kicking off February birthday month with a concert that I like dying to see with Devin Dawson and Jillian Jacqueline. I don't know. My obsession with her has been like very recent. I don't know. The last few months. Yeah. Makes sense. Maybe. She's been around for a while. I don't know what took me so long. Well, she put out her first EP two years ago and then the second one last ago. summer. Yeah. So. Evan Dawson, I've been there since like day one. Yeah. So when it comes to Jillian, what are your, why are you a fan of her? I think she's very uh, true to herself. Not saying that like other female artists, like obviously Marion and Kelsey, they obviously write their songs personal. I don't know. I think Jillian's um, songwriting is really unique. Mm -hmm. Her whole style is kind of unique. It doesn't necessarily fit country. It's not necessarily pop. She just kind of does her own thing and she's just completely herself. And I don't know. She's very artistic. Yeah. And I think what I like is. Each of her songs is different from the other. Yes. Like there's not Right. Like, even if you put both EPs together, like there's such a difference between one song to the next. Like yeah. tragic, very different than priorities. Right. Like, goes down the list. So I mean that's and I, I like that in an artist because it shows like, oh, they can do the fun, upbeat ones, but then they can get serious and sing. Yes. That. Yeah, she can really hit you in the fields with some songs. I think mm-hmm. you can find something to relate to. My favorite, well, maybe of late, but I, I like all her songs. I've been really jamming to uh, Holier Than Thou. Yeah, I saw that. I just love it. It's just so fun. and like, screw you. It's just kind of a big middle finger to whoever. So is that the song that like, that you're waiting for to hear? Yeah, and I just don't. Just her solo. We can get into right. her yeah, yeah, yeah. later. That would definitely be on my list. I, I don't think no. She didn't play it when I saw her for Kit Moore. That was an acoustic set, right? It was, yeah. yeah. Um, but I definitely think she'll play like uh, Tragic mm-hmm. uh, Reasons is yeah a big she has one. To play Reasons. Um, God bless this mess. Maybe mm-hmm. she did that one. 
um, a couple months ago. I just think all of it. She's going to be up there. She may not even have like, well, she'll have a full band, but even, I don't know. Her well, voice yeah, is so good. Her fiance's in her band. She yes, has. Yes, I know. Yeah. Do you know she used to work with Kenny Rogers way back in the day? On Broadway. Yeah. Christmas show. I know. Isn't that and crazy? That's wild. And I think for a few years after that, like at various shows or performances, like she would yeah. be, I don't know what the cast or ensemble consisted of, but... She's like in the children's choir. She yeah. kind of like got the bug to do music. I know. That's wild. Like, and then she took a break. Yeah. That was before... Was that before she went with her sisters? I think it was after. I think it was... Yeah, I think that's like right. her sisters formed like a trio or something, yep. and then she kind of wanted to like explore. I think that's cool too, because maybe it gave her experiences about her life. She went out and lived. Yeah. And she's like, nope, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, she's she's definitely an like a notable like country riser. Like yeah. people are starting to like know more about her, like yourself, who just obsessively yes. <laughs> obsess about her. Um, but no, her voice her voice is truly like second to none. Like I if, think if she you, could surpass Marin. I don't know if she has like the um what's the word? The everything that goes with being like, I guess what Maren Morris is now, where mm-hmm. she's kind of front and center, and is very like star is on her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's in Jillian's like personality to have that, or if she, I don't know, to be I, like a superstar. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. I I just I th- I think her voice is fantastic, so I really don't. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know what each artist wants to be, but I mean, she's killing it. Like, she has she a fantastic is. voice. Like, I can only imagine what it was like hearing her on the acoustic set. You know what she sounds like on your phone or on the radio? That's what she it sounds, sounds like. like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Just so pure. Yeah. Just hits everything. Yeah. Um, okay. She, fun fact, I think, so she signed a big, loud records, which is like a new record label, and she was the first female signee. I think they had signed like hmm. four males before her. I think Jake Owen being one of them. And she was the fourth. Interesting. Or the fifth, first female, whatever. I think, I mean, the talked about song on her EP she released, Side B, was If I Were You, the duet with Keith Urban. <laughs> so good. And like that ha- that has to be oh. a single at some point. Yeah. Like this year. It has Take to be. Take her out on the road. It perform it at the ACMs. Put Seriously. it everywhere. No, I, yeah. and that's, if, I know, like I always say this, like, oh, I would, Throw all my marbles on that artist becoming bigger. That, but that is one yeah. song. It has to. Yeah, we we highlight a lot of like up and coming artists, and I get it that like not everyone can be a Carrie or or be like a Tim McGraw, but I I really want her to be. Yeah, no, <laughs> I would agree. And she's opening for your main man, Devin. Devin Dawson. It all started with the Thomas Rhett Instagram story. Did it start there? Did it start with? Uh... Your favorite person and my favorite person retweeting something. Ooh, who's our favorite person? I was being oh, sarcastic. Oh no, about no, you. no! <laughs> it wasn't honestly. I think I saw that at the time, but like nothing really clicked. So I was like, "What do I care what this fool's doing with two Taylor Swift songs?" But then, like, I'm sorry. I mean, he had this song like "All on Me," and I was like, "Okay, it's a good song. I like it." And then Tr is all like, "Dude, this song Symptoms is just so killer." I'm like. All right. He's right. Yeah. No, I think he breathes a f- some fresh air in a country music. Oh, for sure. Um, it's a different, it's, it's definitely different from like, you're definitely not going to like confuse him with Alan Jackson or something. That would be odd. Yeah. That would definitely be odd. But I'm picturing Alan Jackson in like all black clothing and it's just yeah. kind of. I mean, because yeah. he, he was in a heavy metal band yes. with his brothers and stuff. Yeah. What was and, it called? Shadow of Colossus. <laughs> Like, that's so VA. They were legit, though. They they had a record deal, and they were kind of doing the touring thing. I think we talked about it, too, how, like, artists... He's from California, Mm -hmm. so he hasn't been in, like, the... He wasn't raised in the South. He didn't, you know, pick up trucks or whatever. He he can't write about that. He writes, you know, what he knows. And I think we talked about how, like, we feel artists from California maybe have a little bit of a different sound. Yeah. Like Brett Young, for instance. Um, And I just think... That's something that country music needs. And you don't really hear people saying, like, he's not country. No. That's that's a good point. Yeah. And, I mean, if you listen to some of his songs, they don't sound like 
Alan Jackson or like Merle Hager. They don't, you know. No, but it, it, it's just he's got a good voice and he's got it's just good music. Good songwriting. Yeah. I was reading somewhere where he's just like super, super f- perfectionist about his writing. Like he has to get it right. And that's why I think like with both him and Jillian, like, again, we respect the crap out of artists who write their own stuff, sing yeah. their own stuff. And I, I think uh, that's maybe why I'm so excited because, and he's, he's super passionate about his fan base too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I am part of like the Dark Horse Club. Just oh, really? out there. So I get like emails and like upcoming. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm dedicated. <laughs> Die Hard. I haven't bought any of his merch, but you know. Okay. So not that big of a Die Hard. Noted. Oh. But I mean, his, his start did get when he was at Belmont University. Yes. We, please talk about it. I don't know the exact, I have my, I have one sentence here because I know, you know the story. Yes. And I get so much gratification out of hearing <laughs> you tell it because it involves Taylor Swift. Okay. So basically he and, do you have his friend's name who went to Belmont? Well, her name was, Mm-mm. oops, no. we failed. Anyways, they did a mashup of Taylor Swift's style and blank space and they did a pretty good job. Like, yes, it was good. Yeah, they turned like an okay-ish song into something really nice. Holy shit! It was it was acoustic, and they did like a video of it, and it, it kind of like caught fire, went viral, and then T Swift. <laughs> okay, song. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. he made it better. Let's put it that way. Like I could listen to his version, and then T Swift saw it and retweeted you can it. To both, and she's obviously like millions of followers. So then it kind of just like blew <laughs> up. But I think that was back in like 2014, so it wasn't like. I snapped no, my finger. But then once she retweeted it and, and it like truly went viral, then yeah. I, then he started having like all these offers come in like, oh, you should come write for us or we'd love to sign yeah. your record deal and this and that. And like, I think he just wanted to be a writer. That's all he wanted to do is write yeah. songs. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad he didn't. Yeah. Um, I did see a funny story about, so the first time he heard All On Me on radio, which is like anytime, I literally have no idea what this feels like, but... I'm guessing as an artist, like the first time you hear your song that you're singing, I mean, even if you're not singing like it, it's, you wrote it to yeah. hear it on radio is something special. Yeah. So he was, he was on his, on a radio tour with one of his radio reps and they're in the car and they freaked out and they heard it come on and he's like scrambling. So he gets out his phone and he's recording a video of it. The problem was he accidentally hit record twice, which stops the recording. <laughs> So there's no recording of oh, a special moment. No. But um It's probably better that way. Yeah. So Um Do you have a favorite Devin song? Like when it comes to the concert, what are you gonna be like, oh, I can't wait till he plays dot dot dot? I have three. Okay. Asking for a friend. Placebo. Placebo has oh, been my yes. ever since I heard it, it's it's so good. So good. And at the time I, I compared his voice, and especially on that song, reminds me of, and I know this is probably going to rub some people the wrong way, but bear with me. It does almost sound like some Maroon 5 in it. Please don't hate on Maroon 5. They're great. Yeah. Their, I, their performance could have been better. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But I totally, like, not no. to get off on tangent, Maroon 5, Adam Levine can sing. Yeah. He's great. He yes. just sing with the shirt on, though. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. And not one of those, like, uh, pillow or carpet looking I'm shirts. I'm really excited, though, for all the... Sh- Can I swear on here? Yes. All the shit that Blake's going to give him. I think that's just what I'm most oh, excited yeah, true. for. That's got to be starting up soon, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. But no, Placebo and, like, his voice definitely... Him and Adam are on that kind of same or like they can hit that high. I mean, he's not yeah. as high as Adam, but um, placebo is definitely a a pop country ish sound to it. It's but so good. It's it's so good. It's, it's hard because you can't like pick a genre. Like right. you really can't say like no. it's it's this. It's not. No, and it, it's so addicting. Like yes. and you pick up the lyrics oh. super quick, and that's what I've had in my head for. Baby, it takes me right. right. So when that comes on, I'm gonna be jammed to that. Oh, but then, heck yeah. The one I'm most looking forward to is probably Do the one it. you're Do most it. looking forward yes. to is I Can't Trust Myself. Oh, so good. Which Jillian co-wrote. co-wrote. Yes. Provided the backup vocals on the original track. And then when he released the... Um, Songs in the key of F. Keys in F version, like she's actually 
singing. Singing. Yeah. Which, by the way, I think I like mentioned this in the last podcast. I like his songs in the key of F better almost. Like I have not listened to the original songs in a long time. But it, because it, it makes it sound live. Yes. And I yeah. just think like he, he does just a little to like mix it up. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a super creative thing to do where you almost wonder like, what if other artists would take like their songs and just like switch up the key? Yeah. Change a few riffs here and there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like, wow, the possibilities are just... And that's the thing with, with Jillian, too. Like, on her EPs, like, she releases acoustic versions of, like, most of those yes, songs. Which reasons. I love because I'm not going to name names, but there's some artists where you're like, I don't know if they could, how well they could pull off an acoustic right. set. Or oh, can you song. name names? No. Okay. I was, you're going to make fun of Taylor Swift, but she's fine. <laughs> Anyhow, I can't wait for that one. I, I'm, I'm really curious to see what both of them are like on stage and yeah. how they, and like kind of what the crowd is going to be like too. They're going to be diehards. I really feel like yeah. they're going to be a dedicated crew. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we got like a little taste of it when we opened for Tim and Faith. It was like too big of a stage, but I thought he like actually managed it pretty well. Yeah. But yeah. He, it's going to be, it's going to be so cool. And I think like Milwaukee is like the last show of the week and they play like three nights beforehand. Mm-hmm. They're like in Ohio a couple of nights and then Joe's and they're Chicago. They're Joe's in Chicago. Yeah. So I feel like, I mean, the last show is going to be awesome. Yeah. It's either that or they're going to have so much fun in Chicago. <laughs> I know. And it's going to be a drive off. I don't think so. No. I don't think, I think it's going to be great. Any predictions on the people in the crowd we interact with? Are we going to have a good night? Ooh. Well, we do have two others with us that can kind True. of make like a little bit of a circle. True. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It'll be helpful. That. So at least if I lose one of you, mm-hmm. we least can pair off. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's going to be. I mean, of course, there'll be someone. I don't expect much flannel. No. A lot of black. Maybe. Yeah. I feel a lot of, like, merch. Yeah, yeah true. Got some merch. I'm trying to think of, like, the... I mean, we've had we've had fights. We've had beer spilled. We've had... Um, lovey Excessive PDA. Yes. Third wheeling, it feels like. Yeah, I don't feel like it's going to be a beer throwing. No. He doesn't really... None of them talk about beer in their songs. True. Or, like, drinking. I'm gonna go out on a limb that we're gonna we're gonna meet some characters. I sure hope so. But the characters are gonna be like it's gonna be some lonely nice fellow that's gonna be trying to like yes. talk to you girls. Oh, we haven't had that one yet. No, and that's okay. True, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I find it. Anyhow, <laughs> all I know is I'm not gonna be drinking nine dollar beers like I was last time. <laughs> but um, no, yeah, I want to remember the concert. Yeah, well, I always do too. Anyhow, any other Devin? Jillian, thoughts? I just really hope they do it as a duet. I hope they do more than just the one duet. Mm-hmm. I, 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 have, I would I have love to see them do some covers. Yeah, I read somewhere maybe it's changed. Like his 2018 tour, he like purposely didn't do any covers because he's like, people that are coming to my shows are like my fans and they came mm-hmm. to hear me. Yeah. But I feel like the covers that he does do, I'm not going to know. Yeah. It's going to be something very obscure and I'll be like, all right. I'll gonna go pee during the song. He'll take like a notable heavy metal song and like make it country. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. His Instagram posts show him like running around and jumping. Yeah. No, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a good show. It's gonna I'm, be fun. I'm gonna be so excited. Crowd. All right. Well, uh, we're like a month into the year basically. And that means we've had three notable new albums yes. come out since. Uh so Randy Hauser released Magnolia and I for one so my habit is Thursdays. I don't make it to eleven anymore. I'm oh, terrible. That's only, that's why I stay up till eleven. Oh, I'm so at eleven. Mm. New music drops, and I'm always in like a usually like laying in bed trying to stay awake and like going through them and seeing like oh which ones I listen to see like which ones that catch my attention like right away like oh that's yeah. super catchy like I gotta listen. If to I that start again. falling asleep during one, I know it's not, not right. Final. So it, it but it also turns into a bad habit where. There are some songs and some projects where you need to like actively listen. Yes. Right. Which is like it's not just noise you're listening to, like listen to the lyrics. It's which is like a lost skill amongst us millennials to like actively listen. Yes. For like great content, great musical sound, instrumentals. I feel like these three albums that came out are all just like so deep and like Yes. Yeah. They're they're good. Like yeah. the year's off to a good start. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, like Randy Hauser's like, like I said, I was skeptical because he's had running out of moonlights. Yeah, and his album doesn't sound anything like no, that. It's, it's totally amazing. different. I think he dropped like No Stone Unturned, like that was out before, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is interesting. I like it. Yeah, he. It was int- because he like the last since like summer he would release like a new song every month, and it was kind of like. Okay, it's kind of different, just on its own. Yeah. But then you see like the whole project together, you're like, okay, like and, yeah. this is good. I think it fits his voice really well. Mm-hmm. I feel like the other songs he he's done, it's really just been like for the charts, for like it's commercially like you mm-hmm. can sell it. Like okay, run out of moonlight, obviously. How country feels. We went boots on. They're all very like yeah. They're I love the songs. Great, yeah. but this I feel is like. Who he is as an artist. Yes. And I I dig it, man. It's such a good album. Any any favorites jump out to you? Uh, I do like No Stone Unturned. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the other one? I was just looking. Um, Running Man. Yeah, that's a, I have all cabs. Running Man is my yeah. favorite. So good. Yeah. Um, High Times is a good one. Like He has two duets on there. Yeah. Two that, that are pretty good. I, it's it's a good listen. It, it it really is. I mean, I I don't know if there's a a song on there that it's gonna have like a ton of commercial success, right? But um, but like we talked about that with like Dirk Bentley. Like yeah. I think artists are just doing like what they want, what they know their fans will still respond yeah. to. I think people are realizing that like maybe their listeners are more mature than they think mm-hmm. and will fully appreciate it. And I think too that I mean, country radio is still. The, probably the most influential thing in country music. And, yeah. And it's the most influential radio when it comes to this specific genre. Yeah. I mean, like, pop, you can, like, if you're not played all the time on radio, like, yeah. maybe okay. But country, it's a little more difficult. However, I do think that it is trending more towards, um, like you said, the, the streaming or, like, you have your dedicated fan base or... Yeah. You have your core people, and you don't have to. And you don't have to like be an artist that you're not. Right. So I, I think exactly. I think some yeah, people fall into trap. You don't have to sell, trap. sell, sell. People will still love you. Which side note? I spent like a total of ten hours in a car on the ride to Minneapolis and listened to the radio, whatever came in. So like we would go for like hours listening to whatever pop station there was. It's basically just like Ariana Grande mixed <laughs> with some like Post Malone, maybe some like Charlie Puth and Shawn Mendes. But literally, maybe every five songs is Ariana Grande, and I'm like, seriously, do we have nothing else? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I mean, I don't know—is country more diverse than that, or is it Jason Aldean every five songs? I mean, it is your big hitters. I mean, you're. Yeah, I get it. They got to make money, but yeah, I just like, did we change radio stations? Did I just hear this song? Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yeah, uh, another one, Cody Johnson. Oh, M J. Can I get credit for telling you to listen to it? Yes, you okay. can. Uh, Texas country singer. Oh. Uh, he had been independent for many years before, and he got signed to a... He finally... Like, I know he's been around for a while. Like, I, I know that. Yeah. But now I'm on Spotify. I'm like, oh my gosh, he has like <laughs> so many albums I need to listen to, and yeah. I just can't do it. He's fantastic. Like, I, the best way to describe the entire album, it's called... The album's called Ain't Nothing To It, and the lead track... Ain't call that. To it. So good. So good. And like the the feeling I got when I listened to it is like I'm picturing he's from Texas. I've been to Texas. I love Texas. Texas forever. And like it. it Brb, it, you're gonna go watch Friday Night Lights. Seriously, <laughs> but you're. It's the soundtrack that you imagine like you put into your old truck, beat up truck. Looks like you just put a cassette player. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> and and you're just driving around like. The hot Texas air blowing around, and this is just the soundtrack to country. It's like nineties music just dropped. I think we talked about it. it's like a good mix of like a, like a Luke Combs, Chris Stapleton, oh. but yet like Garth. Like I don't know, just put all the greats together. This album is is, is that good. Honestly, if you're longing for, uh, if you're nostalgic and you want oh the classic country, whatever that is, listen to this. Yes. If you don't like that, if you just got into country music within the last couple of years, listen to this. Mm-hmm. You will like it. It's, I don't know how he does it. No. Like, as I listen to every song, a different artist came to mind like, oh, this sounds like a Travis Tritt sound, song. Like, there's one of those. And then there's one. Um, 
noise. Like that noise one sounds a little good. bit more. It could be commercial. And I'm like, you know what? That has like a Chris Young sound to it, but it's like Luke Combs. Like, yes. and then it's like, oh, George Strait should cut this. Right. And there's there's like a honky tonk one that I'm like, yes. Like honky this sounds mood. like <laughs> I would walk in and like Brooks and Dunn be jamming. Yes. Like it is so good. Yeah. So good. Um, like people need to listen to this. And if and if he has one commercial success, he's gonna blow up just like Luke did. I agree. Yeah, it's amazing that he is where he is right now, mm-hmm. you know, without a major record deal. Because I think he's the first. So the Houston Rodeo is like the big thing in Texas. I think he's the first like artist that wasn't signed to like a major record label that sold out really? the Houston Rodeo. Yeah. Well, I'm sure even in Texas, he's probably just huge, you know. I mean, that's where his base is. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he has that one song, like, dedicated to the, the Kojo Nation, mm-hmm. y'all people. Yeah. I'm like, I, I just became one, but can I be y'all people? Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah. And, and hit the lyrics, too. Like, that's the theme with, like, all these, the three albums we're gonna talk that we're talking about is that the lyrics are so real. Like, there's no gimmicks right. in them. Yeah. Um, they all have like meaning to them and like relatable and it paints a picture. Yeah. I think my favorite is, uh, understand why. Okay. Do you have a favorite? Uh, ain't nothing to it. Noise and on my way to you. Uh, ain't nothing to it. I think that's like, I always believe that your first song on the album should be something that like grabs your attention. Mm -hmm. And it does. Yes. Kane Brown did it with his album. Mm -hmm. Cody did it. Kojo. That's what I'm going to call him. We're buds now. (laughs) Kojo. Yeah. I don't know. I was just uber impressed. Uber. Uber, uber impressed. And then the other one that dropped Friday. Again, uber impressed because I, I think we talked about this. We're talking about Cassidy Pope called Stages, her newest album. Like the first couple songs, like one more red light or something. Yeah, I know. You're going to shake your head at me. I was like, it's a good song. Okay. It doesn't seem very like Cassidy Pope-ish. I just didn't think. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because she's... See, because that, to me, those... Her first song was Wasting All These Tears, and it was like this deep, like, heart-wrenching song. And like, it, I don't know. I Like, from the voice when she did, like, Stupid, Stupid Boy. Boy. Like, yeah. you know, she's so good at, like, those haunting... Not saying, like, she can't do the, the upbeat songs, but... I think like her bread and butter is like stripping it down, like letting her voice really be heard. So I was pleasantly surprised with the rest of the album. Yeah, for me Bring Me Downtown is my jam. Oh, they're all they're all great. Like, um for me it was it like I wrote um there's a post online. If you're listening and you haven't read it, go to the site, reviewed it. Uh the album literally start to finish is I think, I'm assuming, matches up directly with a love story that just didn't end up with yeah. a happy ending. You know, a couple of years ago, she left her label. She, her and her fiance called off the engagement. And like, she was, I mean, I'm guessing like, it's a lot of- A lot a of lot, writing material. <laughs> yeah, a lot of, and she was encouraged to write. So it's like, the start of the album is like this energetic, upbeat, like, like, oh, the honeymoon phase of yeah. relationship. And then all of a sudden, like, the rest of the album gets real. Yeah. Real quick. Oh, there's so many good ones. What else do I have? Do you know, I was going to ask, do you know the story behind, was it called Gavi? Um, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it's someone in her band or someone um, someone she's close with uh, came down with cancer, I want to say. Okay. Because um, it's, it's just instrumentals. Right. So I, I believe that's the okay. the thing behind it. But yeah, from I'm trying to think like the third or fourth song into the rest, it's just the theme of getting over someone, running into them, distracted, distracted. Mm, that's a good song. Like it's just it's good. Yeah, it's fantastic. No, I agree. Uh, if my heart had a heart, yeah, written by Hannah Ellis uh, and Shay Mooney. Shay sings the uh, background vocals. Does he? Yes. I'll have to listen again. He sings the background vocals. Shay should never sing background vocals. He sings background vocals on a bunch of songs. I don't like that. He should be... So... Oh, okay. I was in the article I tweeted, like, once once I heard that, I'm like, okay, they need to do a performance where it's, it's more of a legit duet. 
Like right. I, I compared it to when Sam Hunt was background vocals oh, and carries. Don't even get me started. Heartbeat. Yeah. So that's another Cassidy and Shay together. Boom. Pow. What a good Grammys moment that was. That was good. Yeah. Is that a good segue? That is a great segue. <laughs> so the 2019 Grammys are this Sunday. Hosted uh, by Alicia Keys. Alicia, Alicia Keys is one of my all-time favorite non-country singers. I love her. She just feels your soul and just like your energy that you're putting out there. It's just it's just beautiful. If if her and Tori Kelly ever put on a concert together, <laughs> I my savings account would be just bottomed out. Yeah. Like they anyways, no. I know it's not country, but Alicia no, Keys. Alicia Keys is awesome. Her songwriting's great. Her voice is phenomenal. Um she renamed her last name based on the fact that she could play the piano. She's I a, have no talent to rename myself. Uh, now I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to be on Alicia Keys playlist all the rest of the week. Oh boy. Love it. Love it. I'll send you some songs. Cause like okay. there's some that. I'm like, still on my Jillian and, and Devin kick though. Okay. Well, I'll send you some songs for Sunday. Okay. Um, notable country folks nominated for certain awards. Um, we'll keep it in the general for right now. Um, record of the year. Um, it looks like the only country person that is nominated is uh, Marin Morris for The Middle. Album of the year? Record. Record. Record of the year. Okay. So her and Zed are up for that. Okay. It's a very catchy song. I don't think it's Grammy worthy. Mm, I mean, okay. Like Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper, Shallow, that is probably the front runner, I'm guessing, I'm assuming. Um, but then, like, God's Plan by Drake, like, I don't know. I'm not a huge Drake Who's fan. Who's Drake? No, I'm kidding. I'm oh kidding. Oh, my God. He's Jimmy. He's oh Jimmy. God. I know who Jimmy is. He's insulting everyone today. I'm just kidding. I know who Drake uh, is. Uh, album of the Year, I believe. What's his real name? What's his real name? Like, Andre or something? Sure. I don't know. Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour is up for Album of the Year. In yes. the general category. I would love her to win that. Song of the Year. I believe we have The Middle is also up for that. And So record and song, is that like singer and songwriter, basically? Record of the Year, award to the artists and to the producers, recording engineers and mixers okay. and whatever engineers. Song of the Year is Songwriters Award. Gotcha. Best New Artist, Luke Combs. Ooh. Yeah, he's in some competition with, uh, yeah, I don't recognize a lot of these names. <laughs> Jeepers. B.B. <laughs> Rex is the only other one. B.B. Rex and Margot Price, those are the only other two I recognize. Man, see, this is, hey, I'm country through and through. Whatever. I, well, I... Uh, let's scroll down to the actual country Please. category here. Uh, best country solo performance. Um Loretta Lynn is up for Wouldn't It Be Great. Maren Morris is up for Mona Lisa's and Mad Hatter. Hatter. Elton John. Yeah, they don't have him listed there. They just have Maren. It's weird. Well, right, but it isn't it like an Elton John song. We're going to sound real arrogant. <laughs> no, because she covered it and then they became like besties on Insta. Okay. Yeah. He's a big fan of Maren. Okay. Yeah, it's an Elton John song. The first two are a no for me. Butterflies by Casey Musgraves, mm. Millionaire, Chris Stapleton, and Parallel Line by Keith Urban. Yeah, oh Keith. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't read into like how they these get nominated, but like it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like okay. Side note: This was probably could have been for last year's Grammys, and maybe he was, but I think it should have been. Like Eric Church had a an Opry performance where he. Sang right after the oh yeah the Las Vegas shooting. I don't know if he was nominated for a Grammy, but it was like he wrote a song in like a day and performed it. I just feel like that could have been a, a moment. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. I will defend Eric Church to the day I die. Good. Okay. Just making sure that's clear. Best country duo slash group performance. This category is good. Yeah. Um. This will be interesting. Shoot me straight. Brothers <laughs> Osborne. Tequila. Our buddies mm-hmm. Dan and Shay. Our buddies. <laughs> when someone stops loving you, little big town. Dear hate, Marin and Vince Gill. Oh. I could definitely see the Grammys. 
going yeah, that going route. sentimental. Yeah, um, and then meant to be BB Rexa and Florida Georgia Line, mm. which I'm curious because sometimes the Grammys goes more pop country. Yeah, and I'm especially because like country fans have been throwing a fit about that song and BB and FGL being nominated. Yeah. So maybe they win the Grammy, which would just throw everyone into a tailspin. Yes, so. I really hope it happens. That's what I'm voting for now. Yeah, either them or Tequila. Uh, best country song. Break up in the end, Cole Swindell. Yeah, I really hope, but it's not going to happen. Nope. Dear Hate, um, Blake Shelton's I Lived It. That was an interesting one, I thought. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Space Cowboy, Casey Musgraves. I love that song. That would be a good one. Then Tequila by Dan and Shay. And then When Someone Stops Loving You by Little Big Town. Hmm. So there's that. And then the last country category, a very interesting category as far as the nominees for best country album unapologetically kelsey ballerini oh, good for her i love the album port saint joe yeah Brothers osborne fantastic golden hour so good she's probably the front runner yep from a room volume two yeah. chris stapleton because yeah. he's classic country yeah. yeah and then your girl girl going nowhere ashley oh, mcbride I, that, that's I, a good category it's such it is i agree all those albums are just Mm-hmm. I, if Ashley McBride would win a Grammy, I'd be the happiest. And that's okay. So, like, she's not even for a Grammy, and I feel like she's not getting the recognition in country music that she deserves. Right. But I guess you could say the same about, like, Casey Musgraves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I don't know if I'll watch. Maybe. Yeah. And eh, they get a little too, like, who is this person? What are they saying? I don't know what's going on. It's not football on anymore, so. It's not. We are um, 50 days away from opening day. Pitchers and catchers report in about a week. And we're in the middle of the NBA season, and March Madness starts in a few weeks. I so. do like March Madness. Okay. I do. I saw Wisconsin beat Michigan, and I kind of like, oh, I'm a fan. All right. Bandwagon fan. Well, I yeah. mean, I've always been a fan, but anywho. <laughs> Anything else to add of value? No, but I, I did read uh, an article today while I was uh, working <clears throat> about, like, why there'll never be a, a country artist playing the Super Bowl halftime show. What? Why? Well, I oh, mean... They're just not that as wide of appeal? Partially. Um, and apparently, like, the last time there was a country music artist was 2003 when Shania sang with, like, No Doubt and, and someone else. Mm-hmm. But they were saying that... I think, like, um, you know, booking agents and all those people have been trying for years. Like, I read something where Kenny really wanted it. Kenny's a huge football oh, fan, yeah, right? Yeah, he's Mr. Football. Yeah, and he, he has a huge, wide audience. Like, people know who he is. Yes. And I think they tried for years and years, and they just kept saying no. And so it just it bugs me because if, if football is supposed to be, like, America's game and country yeah. music's as American as it gets, I don't know. Because honestly, you put you can put Carrie up there. You could put, and someone made the argument, if you want, you can put Flora George Line up there and they could get like acts to come on with them because they collaborate. Yeah. Oh, here's BB Rexa for a song. Yeah. I do, they do need a country act. I mean, this it's, is getting it's been, old. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's no one that, I mean, Garth has wide appeal. Kenny has wide appeal. Heck, like, Tim has wide appeal. Yes. Carrie, Carrie does the Sunday night right theme song. I mean, you even if yeah. you wanted to like do a, a country ensemble and just have like your top five, right. and just do it that way. Yeah, they say they went through like a few years of just wanting like rock bands or like older bands or something. And I'm like, I think you really underestimate like the American people. I mean, mm-hmm. even in the worldwide, if that's what you want to say, like yeah. it's bull crap. Yeah. So, anyways, um, I'm gonna have to look up for our next podcast. I have to look up see what the odds are for. You know, performers for next year's oh, Super Bowl or who's on yeah. the list. But uh, throwback song, you got anything? It was 2000. 2000. It was their very first song. It went number three. Shadaisy? No, but it is a trio. Um, Male? Rascal Flats? I don't want to spend another lonely night. Ooh. All right. Well done. Yes, Praying for Daylight. It was their first song. Um, it was, uh, according to Jay DeMarcus, he's the keyboard guy, usually, or the bass player. Um, it was the first song, their label, which is um, Lyric Street, 
That's the name of it. It was the first song that the label heard them sing together. And apparently, and I would love to hear the original, apparently they, they changed the song a lot at the last minute. Oh, jeez. The, the demo, he says, was vastly different. And he doesn't say exactly what they changed, but some like the guitar riffs that you hear in it, that was added like last minute. Hmm. Which I could see like Joe Don being like, here, let me grab my guitar. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I just think it only went to number three, but it's still like one of their most oh, well-known songs. Sure. It's a, it was such a good first song for them, I think. Mm-hmm. And and that album was just, I love that album. Which is key for any new artist or group to right? have that first, yeah. first song. That's a good one. Yeah. That was 2000? 2000. 19 years. Jeez Louise. Holy cow. Yeah. Wow. I'm going a few years before that. 1997, this song was number one for six weeks. And it was actually the top country song of 1997, according to Billboard. So it is Mr. Tim McGraw's Just to See You Smile. Aw. So um, it's just one of those, it's a classic Tim song. Um, also, at that time, it was the longest that any song had been on, like, on the charts. It was on for 42 weeks. Wow. And now it's like, okay, there's... <laughs> if you're on for three weeks, it's like, look at me. Yeah, I mean, Meant to Be was on for, like... More than a year, yeah. Or something. That's a bit excessive, but forty-two weeks is impressive. Uh, odd part about it is that there was no music video for it. There's no music but video. Why? For him. I don't know. Which maybe it makes sense why he doesn't include it on a set list. Oh no, he should still include it. Yeah. Anyhow, no sour grapes. He about should that. make one now. Can he do that? Can he go back and yeah. recut it and be like, "We're going to do a proper one." It should. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good. Uh, like if his daughters get married, that'd be a good yes song. Maybe strip it down acoustic. Yeah. No, just keep it original. Well. Yeah. Do you ever see the like? There is some viral video where um, I think it was a father daughter dance at a wedding, and Tim McGraw was there live singing. Oh yeah. Oh, it's one of the best. Yeah. Like, how do you even compete with that? I'd be like, sorry, Dad, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, the poor groom is probably like, I yeah. got this lady for the rest of my life, and then. Tim's just stealing all my thunder. Yeah, honey, your life's never going to get better than today. Nope. Um, new artist for me, I kind of spoke about it last time, is Gone West. Mm. Um, group of four people. Colby Calais is the most notable one. It's her and her fiance, Justin Young. And then their best friends, Jason Reeves, who is co-wrote like most of her songs, most of her hits. It's him and his wife, Nellie Joe. So it's those four. They good friends. And when they were out on Colby Kelly's tour a few years ago, they just really bonded and just like, you know, playing, you know, in between shows and stuff. They would just, you know, grab guitars and just kind of sing and stuff. And they realized they just had like a ton of chemistry and like they sounded really good. So they're like, maybe we should consider this. And um Jason and Nellie, they've lived in Nashville for a while. And then I think Colby and Justin recently moved there. But then they, they kind of wanted to try this like country yeah. blues thing. And I love their sound. She was always never really pop anyways, I don't think. No. So Her I voice, think yeah. she can do country. I just love their sound. It's it's similar to Little Big Town, but different at the same time. Yeah. Um. So And they just released a four-track EP strongly, strongly, strongly encourage you. After you're done listening to Cody Johnson's album, mm-hmm. swing over for four songs of Gone West. Um, then go to Randy Hauser's album and then to Cassidy Pope's. So yes. just yes. a little light uh, music listening yeah. for your just evening. take like three hours out of your afternoon. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, go check them out. I think, I think they have the star power and like the connections to really make this thing work. In, yeah. in the country industry. And I know they've only cut four songs right now, but I, I, I would not be surprised if they have like a full album out later this year. That would um, be cool. So You see Smithfield's getting a new EP? March 1st? Yes. Let's so go. Yes. I was going to think back to when they came to play at a Stadium View, a little bar here, yes. for part of their radio tour. Yes. That's so good. That was good. It's before they blew up. So uh, I'll be completely honest. I've kind of just been like, these are my songs I'm listening to, and I haven't really just like, Gone looking for new artists. Yeah. Um, if you must know, I'm on a Mitchell Tenpenny, Brett Young, Jillian Jacklin, Devin Dawson kick. Wow. But I do have some spare time. I really like Fillmore's new song, Hearts Having Hearts a Heart. Hearts Having a Heart Time. Here with Hannah Ellis mm-hmm. sings on it. I feel like 
in my dream world, it's going to be like, I don't know, say five, 10 years in the future. And they're both going to be mega stars. And you're going to look back and be like, oh, they wrote that song together. They, they sang together on that one. It's going to be one of those just like, yeah. oh, look who knew who back when. And we saw them with 20 other people <laughs> at the rave. I mean, seriously, though. I know. I could have reached out and touched him. He and Fillmore recently. I don't have the exact details, but he recently signed with a leg, uh, a bigger label. Did so he? Oh, a few go. weeks ago, yeah. So I, I think um, I'm excited. I mean, his music right now is phenomenal. Yeah, and I, yeah. There's not one song I don't like of his. No. Uh, Hearts having a hard time. Like when you get to that chorus, you're just like, "All right, let's go." Yeah, it's good. So yeah, um, that's that's been in the the mix. I'll I'll put that in if I've had too much of Mitchell or Brett. That's good. Good choice. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I have some trivia for you. Shoot. Um, I think I've covered some of these before, so I don't have them written down. I have them in my noggin. Just the first two. Just the first two. We're talking about the Grammys. Okay. And I am pretty sure I asked this on some other like trivia. Uh, Which country singer has won the most Grammys? Vince Gill. No. Um, Uh, Okay. That's that's the next question you're going to ask, isn't it? Well, I guess he... For a male, yes, he has won the most with 14. So okay. well done. Uh, overall, has to be has to be Dolly, right? Uh, I didn't even look to see how many she's won, but no. It's kind of an odd one. I don't know if it counts. I put an mm-hmm. asterisk by her name if she's really country. Who? Allison Krauss. Oh. So she's won Bluegrass, 21. Yeah. 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 Hmm. She's won 21. 14 of the 21 she won with her band Union Station. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's a lot. 21's a lot. That's, uh, fills up a room. That is a tired room. Yeah. Like you need to build a room for that. Yeah. She's got a Grammy Awards room. Damn. I don't know. I just made that up. Anyways, on to the written down trivia that I took time. All right. Okay. So this person, I have options. Good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Has been nominated 14 times for the Grammys, but has never won. A, Martina. B, Riba. Two, I just went from letters to numbers. C, George Strait, or D, Tim McGraw? Ooh. I'm going to guess George Strait. Uh, Martina? Yeah. Wow. Come on. Independence Day? Give a girl a Grammy. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's tough. I need to live in my own world where I can award people what I think they deserve. Well, have your Emily's Award show then. I should. Yeah, and all two people would come and attend. That's all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, uh, this musician has won nine Grammy Awards, but her band has only won seven. Wait. Say that again. This country musician has won nine Grammy Awards, but the band she's in has only won seven. It's like a weird math riddle. Yeah, well. So she's won more. Oh, 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 oh. Um, come, come on. Come on. You got uh, this. Lady Antebellum. Yes. Hillary. Yes. So Lady A's won seven. Hillary Scott. Yeah. Yeah. And she won two um, for her album, her, I guess, Christian album, uh, Thy Will. All right. Whew. Good job. All right. Uh, and then a little fast money here. Who has more? Okay. Carrie or Miranda? Carrie. Yes, Carrie has won seven. Miranda has won two. Carrie has been nominated 14 times. Miranda has been nominated 16 times. Sorry. Yeah, I didn't feel bad about that. That's why I included it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think my pen wore out there. Okay. Uh, Alan Jackson versus George Strait. Ooh. I'm going to guess Alan Jackson. He's won three. George has won one. Yeah, see, that's what... Like when you ask me who hasn't won, like I'm like I feel like George doesn't get right. The king of country has one Grammy award, fifty number ones. Yeah, it's just it's maybe pitiful. we shouldn't take the Grammys that seriously. Oh, I don't take any of these awards seriously. Uh, the CMAs, uh, all of them, they have some stock in them. Not when they don't pick who I want to pick. <laughs> okay, Kenny Chesney or Eric Church? Oh, Eric Church has more. I don't think Kenny Chesney's ever won one. It's a trick question. They both have never won a Grammy. See, bullshit. <laughs> that is baloney. I'm, I'm, I'm boycotting the Grammys now. Right? Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? That is. 
in their defense, there are fewer country categories. However, those are two guys that, I mean, are on some Mount Rushmore version of country music. I agree completely. It's a travesty. It Holy really is. Cow. And it's, I mean, they've been in the business for, you know, ever. Kenny, maybe a little bit longer, but. I'm going to go look back on the last 20 years at all these nominees and who won, and I'm going to be really mad. It's a little upsetting. I did it, so don't do it. And the last one. Husband versus wife. Is it Tim McGraw or is it Faith Hill? I'm going to guess Faith Hill. I'm going to guess Faith Hill has um, some movie ones in there that kind of bumped her up. Oh, I I didn't uh, do further research. I apologize. All I know is that Faith Hill has won five and her husband Tim McGraw has only won three. Hmm. Yeah, without knowing for sure, I'm guessing... There's some movie ones that she's had soundtracks. Like she had a song in Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Um, I also just, this may be weird. I feel like women, because uh, there's less women in country music, maybe there's more of a chance for them to win. Does that make sense? Drawing like an imaginary flow chart in my mind right now. And uh, yeah. I mean, for the love of God, Martina's been nominated 14 times and never won. Right. So someone's got to be winning them. Someone has to. Yeah. Um, oh, I did look. I think Reba has won three. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. It is interesting. I'm going to have to take a gander back. Well, this was fun. Dixie Chicks were a big winner. I was going to say, Dixie well. Chicks had to be up there. Mm-hmm. Sarah Evans, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I'm curious. Yeah. Shania probably cleaned up. Shania I, had to clean. I don't house. remember. Yeah. yeah. And then there's like just some obscure ones. Like, you know, God knows. Maybe we'll look back in five years and be like, oh. Who's Ashley McBride? Like, I won't say that, obviously, but maybe other people mm-hmm. will be like, who is this person? Yeah. No, that makes sense. And I'll break out her record and show it to my children and be like, this is who she is. And they're going to be like, what's her record? Yeah. Well, come on. <laughs> break out my app. <laughs> no. All right. Well, this is fun. I don't know what we're going to talk about next time, but... Uh, <laughs> we can't preview Phil yeah. any more than we already have. True. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll maybe we'll run the, the original Phil Phil podcast or cut that up a bit, um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully we don't get separated at the concert or the rest of the night at at Devon. If and not, Jillian. I hope you have a great time at the concert. <laughs> I I always do. I always find a way to meet new people yes. and uh, yeah, it'll be a great night of music. I'm it'll excited. be great. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to check us out raisonit.blog for all kinds of articles, album reviews throwback tracks, new artists that are always highlighting. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, raised on it, underscore, I believe. Um, and then make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Please. 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 Oh, please. In unison, please. <laughs> and pretty please leave us a review. Only four stars and above. Yeah, we don't take any bad reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, otherwise... We will I'll, block you. I'll report it. Can we block them? I don't know. Who to report them to? Uh, are they the police, a podcast? Yeah, who runs Apple nowadays? I don't know. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Well, anywho, until next time. Stay for the last two seconds. Bye. (laughs) 